Hey there, I'm Julie, and this is the Married to Addiction podcast. If you're here, then you're probably what I call my secret sister. We're in a situation we never asked to be in and fighting a battle we never wanted to fight. We're women who are married to an alcoholic, and it affects every inch of our lives. If that sounds like you, then I want you to know that this is a safe place for you to land. Married to Addiction is a faith-based podcast where I'll help you find the tools and strength you need to navigate your husband's addiction without losing yourself in the process. So please subscribe and tune in as often as you're able. Because your husband's recovery is important, but so is yours. Hey there, before we get started today, I just wanted to make sure that you knew about the Secret Sister Circle. That is a membership that I created to basically take the exhausted wife of an alcoholic from just sitting around wishing things would change, praying things would change, hoping things would change, to actually knowing what to do to find some stability and peace and happiness again. So I started this back in July, I believe, and we have covered a lot of ground since then. So I just wanted to go over real quickly with you just some of the topics that we've covered in there so you can kind of get an idea of um, what we talk about and if these are some things that maybe you could actually use. So we talked about, we started out with talking about some common pitfalls that wives of alcoholics fall into and how to overcome those. We talked about the all important taking thoughts captive and we really dove deep into exactly how to do that and how it can really just improve everything in your situation. We've talked about codependency, understanding alcoholism, uh, boundaries, effective communication with an addicted spouse. Um, We have also covered a lot of spiritual ground, like how to really embrace and uh, implement a meaningful quiet time with the Lord into your life, how to deepen your relationship with God. We did a study on that. We did a study on trusting in God. We did a study on how to hear from God. Um, we talked, we've talked about self-care for wives of alcoholics and what that looks like and exactly how to implement that. Uh, we've done a self-worth study, just so, just covered so many great things in there. And all of the material is presented to you in a way that is easy to consume, but also it gives you a lot of assistance in actually knowing how to implement this stuff into your life. Because I'm sure you've heard me say before, knowing is one thing, but doing is everything. So that is the Secret Sisters membership in a nutshell. I would absolutely love to have you join me there. It is super powerful um, and just there's some great life-changing stuff going on in there. You can find out more about it by going to my website, marriedtoaddiction.com, and just clicking on the tab that says uh, membership. I believe it's under the Get Help tab or drop down rather, and you'll see it there, Secret Sisters membership. So please go check it out. I would absolutely love to have you there with us. Hello, and welcome to episode 28 of the Married to Addiction podcast. It feels good to be back with you again today. I'm sure you probably noticed that I took a little time off in December. I went to go visit my parents in South Carolina, and then I just kind of laid low over the holidays, um, just kind of spending some extra time with family and all that good stuff. But it feels good to be back here with you again today. And what we're going to talk about today is should you drink if your husband is an alcoholic? So this can be a sore subject. Um, This can also be a source of resentment for some wives of alcoholics. So I thought it was important to address it here. Some women who are in our situation view alcohol as the enemy. It is destroying their family. It is destroying their husband's lives. It is, you know, affecting everything in their life to the negative. And they view it as the enemy and they don't want to have anything to do with it. But there are others who do drink, whether it be, you know, recreationally or socially or whatever, 
And they feel that it's unfair to suggest that they should change their drinking habits because their husband has a drinking problem. And I understand that. You know, we we go through a lot with our husbands who are addicted. And it can feel very um, unfair, I guess is just the best word, to suggest that we need to change anything because he has a problem. So I wanted to talk about that today. I think it's really important that we discuss this. And I want to just kind of bring to light a few things that I would like for you to consider where this is concerned. So the first and the most obvious is, is your drinking or not drinking going to affect whether or not he drinks? Not likely. Uh, we've talked about this before. We don't control the, the situation. We can't control his drinking. Um, we can't control another person. So whether or not you're drinking is honestly, at the end of the day, probably going to have very little impact on whether or not he chooses to drink or not to drink. But let's talk about your side of the street. Will it affect your ability, if you are drinking or had some drinks, to keep your reactions in check? And we've talked about the importance of that. Absolutely, it will. Is it going to affect your ability to check your thoughts and keep your emotions in check? 100%, because we are way more emotional when we've been drinking, right? We get more angry. We get more sad. Um, everything just feels like it's inflated and blown up. And that can really be a problem in an already volatile uh, situation where a spouse is addicted. Is it going to make it difficult for you to enforce healthy boundaries in an appropriate way? Most definitely. So when you think, when you think about whether or not you should drink when you have an addicted husband. It's less about him and it's more about you because it's affecting you to the negative in these other ways. The other thing is that alcohol is a depressant and I'm sure that you've heard this before. So what does that, what does that do? Well, that makes everything feel heavier. It makes the problem even seem worse than it is. It makes it, it makes everything just feel darker and, um, you know, just, just like you can't even handle it. And it also causes anxiety, believe it or not. I know a lot of people think, no, I, you know, I drink because I am anxious or I am stressed out and it makes me feel better. Well, maybe temporarily, but it actually causes anxiety. And I want to recommend a book to you real quick. Um, it's called Alcohol Explained. It's by William Porter. And it may have some colorful language in it, and I'll go ahead and tell you that right now. Um, the author is in the UK, I believe, so it also had some words and phrases where I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> but it is a great read, not only for someone who has an addicted spouse, but also for anyone who consumes alcohol at any level at any time. It really talks about what actually happens when we do that, and I think it's super important for you to read it for your husband, for yourself, just in general. I feel like everyone should really pick up that book because it was incredibly eye-opening for me. But um, one of the things he talks about in that book is that we read because we read, we drink because we're anxious, but drinking makes us anxious. So it's like this roundabout that we get stuck in. Um, so yeah, I would I would highly recommend that you pick that up. So it really can just make everything seem more confusing. Um, it can make any of those positive changes that you're trying to make a lot harder because we're trying to control things 
you know, as, uh, what we can control, which is what we're doing. And it really makes it more difficult when our emotions and our thoughts and all of those things are being affected by alcohol. And they all are affected by alcohol. Like that's, you can't argue that point. They just are. But I think the most important thing, um, this is kind of a last but not least situation, is that when we are under the influence of alcohol, it makes it really difficult to hear God. And we need God's direction in this situation so desperately. And if our minds are clouded by either being inebriated, whether that means, you know, really inebriated or even just a little bit buzzed, our minds are altered, um, we're not going to hear clearly. We're not going to get his all-important direction that we need so desperately. We're not going to be able to discern his voice because we're not really tuned in uh, with a sober mind to what's going on. So I really do feel like that's probably the biggest thing to consider is if you are wanting God's direction in your situation and you are leaning on him, which we've talked about the importance of that, and wanting him to hold you up and help keep you steady and keep you emotionally balanced and, you know, in a spirit of peace and all of those things. In a lot of situations, alcohol is not conducive to any of that. Now, does it mean that you should never drink, can never drink again, any of those things? Well, that's something that you have to decide for yourself. Uh, everybody's situation is different, but I just wanted you to have some food for thought where this is concerned because it can affect things. It just does. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about, about it. There are things that it affects. And so just think about how those things might be um, kind of filtering out into your life, your relationship, etc. And the the other thing to remember is it affects you physically too. Like we already feel so tapped out and stressed out and overwhelmed and alcohol makes you feel even more drained physically. And it can deplete nutrients that we need to really have clarity of thought and energy and, um, you know, be emotionally balanced and all of those things. So just some things for you to consider as you're making that decision. Again, though, it is a decision that you ultimately have to make for yourself. And um, I would also encourage you to make it a matter of prayer if this is something that you have been struggling back and forth with. So I hope that that has been helpful. I am so glad to be back with you and I will be back soon for another episode. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I did want to add a quick postscript to this episode for anyone who may be listening whose husband is in recovery, and that's whether he's been in recovery for a week or a month or a year. Um, obviously, this subject is a little bit different when your husband is in recovery. We did talk in the episode about how uh, you know, you're drinking or not drinking if your husband is in active alcoholism is probably not going to affect whether or not he drinks. He probably still will. However, if your husband is in recovery, this changes things because you're drinking or not drinking when he's in recovery, especially during the early stages, can actually um, be detrimental. And so I did want to just kind of Add, add on to the original episode to say that I, my personal opinion is that I would encourage you, if your husband is in recovery, that you do um, support him by not having, you know, alcohol readily available and things like that, because that can actually be a downside or a, a downfall for somebody who is um, struggling with 
staying away from alcohol. So I felt it was important to add that. Um, if your husband is in recovery, I'm incredibly happy for you. And I will, uh, as always, I pray for everyone who listens to this podcast, but I will specifically pray for those of you who are listening whose husbands are in recovery, that God continues to work in his life. Quick question for you before I let you go today. Have you been to the Married to Addiction website? If you haven't, I would love if you would go pay it a visit. It's just marriedtoaddiction.com. And over there, you can see um, just a lot of different information about my podcast. There is a blog on there. There's some free resources for you. And there's also a few ways that you can actually get some help if you need a little more help and direction and support as you travel this difficult path with your addicted husband. So if you haven't yet, please go visit marriedtoaddiction.com. Thanks so much.